0: Welcome, welcome everybody. This is Sharon Smith and this is I Poetry Podcast. And this is part two with our guests, Jose, Garcia, Martin, a.k.a. Verdas Poetics. And we further on our discussion and we also get our two favorite questions that we love to ask. Page versus stage and top five rappers. So let's start the show. <laughs> I I think because uh, I I know, I know of a few companies that are black owned. There's a there's actually a black owned um, uh, phone carrier and stuff. It's like um, I gotta, gotta get his name, but yeah, there's a black owned um, phone company and stuff. And there's also a black owned. There's there's several black owned. I think the thing is, unfortunately, we have this weird at uh, this weird stigma of if it's made from black people, it won't work. Or it, it, it's it's a, it's a, a crude it's a crude ghetto you know the, ghetto, the word ghetto still becomes a a thought process when the whole thing and that's why unfortunately we you know anything unless it's food or or you know music anything else is like you know if it's made from a black person like mm, you might want I know a few guys that made um websites I know a few guys that do you know tea and, and a lot of stuff here in Sacramento. So I, I've already been, I've already seen them and I put money into them because I know what they're about. But I know a lot of people that take that consideration as if it's, you know, if it's not, if it's not made from uh, this group and, and then it, it ain't good. It's like, no, eh, that's not right. But yeah, and,
1: and so, because I think about like, I think when we, when we, when we look at all the conversations, like concerning and race and dah, 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 And I don't even go there, cause there's so much nuance even there. Um, but a lot of times, I think like one of the one of the things that I think you know you hear people talk about it all the time. And uh, watching this clip from Joe Button, where he was t- where he responded to like Charlamagne about his move for Spotify and all of this. Mm. And one of the things that's always that I think is really important is ownership. I think we hear we hear that all the time. We hear people talk about ownership all the time, and. Um, and, and, and but why why it's so important is um, about to be I'm about to make a controversial statement. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um so a lot of times a lot of the fighting that happens about different things is people are fighting for a seat at the table, or fighting for a place, and uh, you know, fighting for a voice. Um. That is why fight for a seat at the table. When, 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 when maybe it might make more sense to, to 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 decide. You know what? Let's build our own table. Right. Like that. That to me is is if you if you don't want me in this space, I'm not gonna force my way into this space. I'm gonna just make my own space. Like, I'm not, you know, think about it like a friendship, right? You don't wanna be friends with me, I'm not about to force you to be my friend. I just go make, I I get other friends. I'm not about to force my way in here. I'd rather just be like, you know what? All right, cool, y'all want me here? I'm not gonna be here, I'm about to go do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? And and so I think a lot of times when we when we, look at, you know, say, economics and all of this, a lot of what, a lot of, the, a lot of the crime and all of that that happens within our communities happens as a result of poverty, happens as a result, like all of this stuff. Um, and so a lot of that happens because, again, there is no um, there's no pathways, there's no doors to walk through. Um, and so a lot of uh, A lot of people try to, you know, are are trying to find, trying to beg to get into doors. And it's like, you know what? Like, just make your own, make your own building. Like, like, you know, and and the fact of the matter is, is that um, if, if we could um, capitalize on, on opportunities that are available um, i'm not saying it 's easy but but the more informed you are about the opportunities that are available, the loans that might be available or the the grants or the you know the investment opportunities all of that the more informed you are about those things, the more you can open doors the more you can you know what i am saying and um and the more and, the, and and the less interaction you have to have um with opposition,
2: right?
1: you know what I'm saying? Um, now, now again, there is a truth to what you said, because sometimes the opposition comes from in-house. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes you build, like, I was watching this video where, um you know, this lady who had, you know, she had been, um, she owned a gas station um in one of the communities where a lot of protesting is, is going on, black woman, black-owned business, and, and, as a result of everything that's going on, her business has been vandalized and destroyed, and and, and, and all of this. And it's like, okay, like in this sense, her, her opposition. I like, hear somebody who has been a who has been an ally to this cause, yeah. and yet um, her, her oppo- yeah, her opposition has come from the people that she's advocating for. Um, how do we propel forward? Like, here is somebody who who pretty much like facilitated some you know some jobs into the community you know had products and product you know and then her business gets attacked right it's like okay if we are gonna be our own opposition you know it's really hard for us to come to, to make any any steps forward when we oppose ourselves.
0: That's true.
1: That's so um, there's a lot of again there's a lot there's a lot there we can't even begin going into um but 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 I think we definitely we have to um we have to understand like this the there are opportunities available to us I know again I know we we a lot of times we can, we can talk about systematic oppression and systematic opposition and all of that right. um but the fact is that there are opportunities that are open if we uh, and i 'm not even i 'm not talking about like if we just pull up our bootstraps and all of this <laughs> i'm saying, and like like that 's not that kind of talk, but what i 'm saying is like if we are educated and aware of the opportunities that are afforded to us, if we have a mean a system of support, a lot of times um I understand one of the biggest one of the biggest troubles to come to to make to progressing forward is um a lot of a lot of our communities I, I, again I'm from I'm from Gary I'm right outside of Chicago uh, one of the things I look at when I look at like the Gary Chicago area um, I know a lot of people who who have so so much trauma yeah that they don't know how to operate um, in a way that we would call normal
0: right
1: like. Um, you know, v- violence is such a is such a, a regular part of their story. Like they don't know how to operate. Um, they operate like 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 you know people who come back from the war. They got yeah. PTSD. A lot of people in our community got PTSD, and, yeah. and there's a lot of psychological wounds and scarring and all of that. And and again, I feel a lot of that is. A lot of a, a lot of w- how we speak to that is through the gospel and through like you know helping them to understand like Jesus can resolve uh, some of that inner turmoil and all of that. Um, you know, I ain't afraid to preach my truth, the truth, <laughs> not my truth, but the truth. Um, <laughs> I believe, I, I do believe, like Jesus helps us heal those wounds and helps to restore us to to a place of spiritual health. Um, um, but at the same time, like that's not to minimize like how, 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 how deep those wounds lie, how deep that scarring is, how deep that bruising is. And so a lot of, um, it's not as simple as like, don't, I think one of the biggest problems I see too, and this is, here, here's one of my, his one of my things about, um, you can't throw money at every problem. Right. Right. There's so much deep hurt there. Like, I remember, I remember when I left, when I left Gary and, and I always have a heart. I got a heart for my city. I love Gary, Indiana. I know early I said it's not a place I want to go back to. <laughs> I don't. I mean, not as it is because very much I'm going to be 100%. Gary is the type of place where I can love a city and that city will still kill me for no good reason. Right. You know what I'm talking about. You yeah. okay. know what I'm talking about. Um... Like I can advocate for the city and some and some knucklehead just be like, oh man, you got red in your shirt. pop." Yeah. Um, uh, that just a reality. So I'm not it's not a place I'm going back to. Um, but I do I would love to see Gary uh to grow and mature. Um but I think I used to think my, my thoughts were, man, you know what? I used to think about how I would fix Gary.
2: Mm.
1: Okay. That's especially I was a, when I was really young and I was aspiring to be a, a, a millionaire rapper and all of this type of garbage. And, uh, not saying it's garbage, but that's not my aspirations. <laughs> I don't, I don't expect to be a millionaire in my lifetime. You know? um, if it happened, it happened, but I, I'm not living my life like it's going to happen. Whatever,
2: right.
1: especially not off-rapping. But, um, <laughs> but. That was my dream. As I was like, man, I'm gonna grow up and I'm gonna be a millionaire rapper. I'm gonna make hundreds of millions of dollars, and I always was like, and then I'm gonna donate money back to my city, okay, and 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 it's gonna have programs and this and that, and it's gonna fix gear. Mm. Um, you know what's funny? Our Gary's most famous son. You know who Gary's most famous son is? No, Michael Jackson. I thought, eh, oh,
0: okay, I thought I thought it's pure. That, that's Richard Pryor. My bad. Yeah, Michael Jackson.
1: Okay, um, Gary's most famous son, Michael Jackson. Years before he died, he came back to the city and he donated millions of dollars to the city. Mm. Um, and if you ask me, what where, where, where that money went, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that money went. Um. And and throughout the history of Gary, has been we've gotten big checks. Right. Um, you know, what's funny is actually Trump donated money to the city back in the day. He right. put um he put Trump Casino boats and a Trump hotel out there. Mm. In fact, mm. many people don't remember this, but um, the Miss America pageant was hosted two years in a row in Garrett. Gary. Mm. Um, and in order to kind of try to put some like flood some money into the city and that didn't happen. And but even when we got little money here and there, it didn't um one, it wasn't allocated correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't know where those funds were allocated, if it was, you know, corrupt politicians was 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 taking money, or even if they used it. Like we I know we did have a big project. We built a we built a baseball stadium. Oh,
0: okay.
1: A minor league baseball stadium. Um, now imagine the surrounding neighborhoods Behind a, around the baseball stadium was full of trap houses, um, all of this. And so somehow the thought was you put a baseball stadium right here and it's going to generate money. Uh, <laughs> like, not, let's actually put the, instead, let's, let's put the money into this surrounding community that people it. it was like, let's build a stadium. If you build it, they will come. Right. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um <laughs> And then, even and again, my thing is too is one thing that we should look when we just look at celebrities. One thing that we should know: money don't fix money don't fix a broken person. No. Um. It 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 it, it exacerbates the issue. Like if you are you you are a person that it may fix certain situations. There's a in Ecclesiastes. There's a passage. There's a passage that says like money. Money is an answer for everything, um, obviously. But then when we look further, we see you know uh, money is the root to all kinds of evil.
0: Right.
1: Money is not the problem. Or, um, the fact is, like the 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 problem lies internally. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the if you don't fix the heart. In fact, I will say, when we look at all of life's problems, whether it's systems, you know, you can talk about systematic oppression and all this. It whether it's the systems, whether it's racism, whether it's uh, um, bigotry or hatred or crime, violence, murder, you know, theft, whatever the case may be, what, where do those things come from? The heart. They come from the heart these things proceed from the heart so if if we aim at repairing the heart we repair the whole person if if the heart desires good if 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 the heart is changed then the, the the heart that once hated somebody because of the color of the skin—if you repair the heart, um, then where there was hate, God can build. God can replace that with love. Now, again, I'm not. I'm not blanking it like it's. I'm not over. I'm not trying to oversimplify. I know that's like. Um, you, there, there's, this, there's, there's that out, out of that heart work, there has to be some head work too. Yeah. You got to do some unlearning. You know, but, but when the heart is in the right place, the heart is open to unlearn. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? When the heart is repaired, it, 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 the hands can start doing the work of letting go of the utensils of, of, of anger, of pride, of greed, of, of malice. Uh, all of these things that work begins with the heart though and then as we outwork that we can help we can start we can start retraining the hands and retraining the head to do to, to, to work and walk different okay. and, and you do know what i'm saying so so a lot of these things we 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 can't ignore the hard work like um imagine, I, I agree, you know, I think it was uh, you know, was MLK, he he, he said, uh, you know, the law can't make somebody love me, but it can uh it can I'm this. this is a misquote. It can't make nobody love me, but it can stop somebody from, from killing me or hurting me. Sure. You point. know, <laughs> so so I'm not I'm not saying like th- there's definitely a need to 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 restrain the hands a bit. You know, like that hard work. While we pray and hope that that hard work happens, you do need to restrain the hands in that process because you know you you can't hit every heart. You know what I'm saying. So in the meantime, you need to restrain the hands so certain things don't happen. Um, but 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 again, I think from an ultimate sense, the heart is the foundation on which all of these systems are built. The heart is the foundation on which all of these, you know, all of these enterprises and stuff is built. So I just, I think we cannot ignore the necessity of that. And as we dialogue and as we count, we converse about, you know what I'm saying? As we're having these conversations about everything, as we, you know, look at the political landscape and we look at the social landscape and we look at all of this stuff. um, We just can't, it's, it's, it's you can't ignore the component that the heart plays in these conversations. And I think that goes back even into what I was talking about in terms of art, like how you, um, how you look at, you know, say me as an artist, um, you, in the midst of you putting your labels in boxes, you can't ignore the heart of an individual. So you can't ignore what the intent is behind the artist. You know what I'm saying? There's an intent, like there is a heart that, 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 um, propels or compels my pen. So before you just judge what it is I'm saying, maybe try to look into why I say what I say. Um because then again it, it even helps you to to take out of the take out take yourself out of the realm of generalizing. Say, oh yeah he got this label, so he's this right like, no, no 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 let me listen to what he's saying and as and, and, and if, I'm, if my, if my ear is keen, if my ear has, has the ability to discern, then I can actually hear like, no, you know what, there's what he's saying, like the heart behind what he's saying, it, it, it is, it's, it's genuine, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's an enormous component to how we navigate this world we live in how we navigate very difficult dialogue and conversations that need to happen, um, uh, how we navigate political, social, religious landscape of things, um, and all of it. So
0: when, so looking at the, so looking at some of your poem stuff, like you point out, about the hardest stuff and having that keen ear, like, explain to me curriculum and chaos.
2: This story takes place on battered block. We're in place, sun Loiters over an avenue of cadavers where distress stands dominant, prominent like monuments in its ghetto necropolis. Panic, terror, and fright, apprehension, worry, and plight, scathing, scalding, scandalous. Bloodstains paint pain, depression, and hopelessness on concrete canvases. Where agony, anger, and angst echo like the ricochet of bullets on project walls. Where broken glass, fragmented frames, and shattered hearts. Lie on the corridors of darkened alleyways. Home with the harshest predicaments. Where the guilty thrive and shed the blood of the innocent. With a... is the last sound you might hear. With a drum roll of an AK spray. is the lullaby for baby boys. Here lives two young boys. More prey than predator. Once young and promising. Now cunning and competent. Turn national disasters. Harris Kane on black corners, smelling like cognac and Mary Jane, pocketing bills of rights from souls prostituted, constituting amendments to a mentality polluted. All
1: right, so uh curriculum and chaos. So this piece, um, this piece I wrote, like what what kind of inspired this one was it was partly um Biographical in a little bit of a sense, and partly, um, partly like just a, a, a creative license taken. So, the, it's a there's a story there. There's these two brothers, um, uh, and 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 these brothers come up in you know a very rough, violent environment. Um, one of the brothers, uh, one of the brothers is killed. And the other brother um, is met with the reality of life and death. And as he's faced with the reality of life and death, um, he he goes to God and he's changed. But he now has the, the... He is a changed man in a world that hasn't changed. Right? And so he now has to... The, the, the title curriculum and chaos is basically like you know it's a it's a play on the term like school of hard knocks, right. you know curriculum and chaos. Uh, so it's a play on that, um, but basically it's the story of like as you as as he has now changed, he's in this world that has not changed, and now he has to interact with the world as a changed man in a world that is the same. And so in it, like I said, it's it's kind of biographical in a sense like um, I had a I had a best friend, you know, my, one of my homies, uh Jeremy actually, you know, got his very excited right here. He was killed, um, he was killed in 07. And um and I think that very much played a part into how like God started to work on me and, and like bring me into awareness of sort of his existence and, and all of this. And and yet like so I'm so here I am I'm changed. Like I'm not the dude I used to be. Um but now I'm a changed man in a world that's still the same. I'm a changed man in a in a violent territory. Um like there's a um and, and so yeah, that's it's that's basically a storyline and this is basically how like um we are low the Terrence is the name of the character in the poem. Terrence is longing for the days where he lives in a world that is consistent with his change, you know, but understanding for here and now, this is, this is his, this is where it is. This is where we live. We have to learn to, to live and, and, and endeavor to do what we can to like, to, to speak into the, to speak truth into this unchanged world in hopes of doing whatever we can to to, to change it for the better
0: okay. okay, so i'm going to change it to another um, couple of um ones of uh, questions we always throw out so this is the first one so right now, if you notice in the in the poetry community, there is the page poet and the stage poet, basically, the page poet is the person who writes in the books who basically recites um. He's the one doing the literature and stuff, and then there's the the stage pole, which is the one that does the CDs on is on the stage and stuff. And there's always been a friction between both of them and stuff for so long. But I'm gonna ask you, Fatih, are you comfortable on the page, the stage, or both?
1: Um. So I would say I am. I'm comfortable with both. Um. I think, I think the two are so different. The two are very different um, because the stage poet, uh, the stage poet has to write with performance in mind, right? So you have to write, you have to write in um, with punchiness, you have to write in hook, right? You you have to have those strong punches that hook the audience. Um, you have to... The difference, and I think this is probably why there's some a little bit of tension between the two. The stage poets, I believe there are stage poets that are better than page poets, to be 100%. In terms of like literal, but the stage poet is not as focused on the literary technicalities of writing. A lot of times the page poets view the stage poets as the less technical writers. And a lot of times the stage poet views the page poet as um, less less effective in terms of like impacting an audience. Even, and I'm not even just talking about an audience of listeners, an audience of readers. Um, Very rarely, because again, the the page poet is more, is more proficient at the technical aspects of writing. Um, the The page poet doesn't have to write with hooks, doesn't have to write with punches and all of those things. So, it may not it may not be as punchy, it may not be as like grappling sometimes there's some great page poets that have very gripping you know pieces so again for me i I like both arenas um, I write more as a stage poet um. But I do again. I'm comfortable with the page. I think with the page too. One of the things I like about the page is the fact that I can write without the punchiness, right? I I, I can write. Um, I can write a one-page piece that is not as. Like, I don't have to. Let me not say I don't have to. Me personally, this is how I operate with a page poem versus stage form. I'll use certain devices in stage poetry that I know grab the ear. You know, things like alliteration, things like rhythm, things like tone, um, all of that stuff, those things grab the ear. When, when, when I'm doing a page form, I may really focus on, and, and, and even too, here's a big difference. With a stage form, you got a window of time to perform. And people are typically only gonna hear this once. With a with a with a page poem, you can sit with it, and my metaphors can be a lot more dense. Like, like the things I the how I communicate, I can be a little bit more abstract because you're gonna sit with this, you're gonna revisit this. And then you can start to you can start to unravel some of the things that I put in there over time. So I don't have to be like, and I don't have to pack it in a way that you can get it. That you can get it in a more immediate sense. I don't have to be as intentional. Like I can be like sometimes what I like to do with page form is I like to uh, I like to veil what I'm actually saying behind a, a metaphor or behind certain devices that, that very, are intentionally abstract that are intentionally unclear. So you have to do the work. You know what I'm saying? Versus stage poetry. Like I want you to get it now. Yeah. I want you to get it right now. So, um, so I, like I said I understand attention for me I'm comfortable with both um and hopefully I can show that to you guys when i when when i uh, self publish this 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 piece this material that I got this collection
0: most definitely so I know you're a hip-hop pen, and like you said, the names you went through, um, so many names that you had before, I, I had my names of Rest Relaxation and Rest Wonder and stuff, I had some crazy names too, r double. <laughs> so, I was going to say, who for, for purposes, who are your top five rappers? Top five? Oh. Alright, so, the
1: um, this is in no order, so this is five. not, yeah. In sequence and order. Um, also, I want to say, I'm gonna say this. Just give a disclaimer. Um, for me, when I do in, in terms of top fives, I think there's a difference between favorite and best.
0: Okay.
1: Right. So some people. So some people may be a favorite that I don't. Also, I don't believe I may be objectively the best. You get what I'm saying. So so as I so. Um, my top five. My top five. Um, one, not this is not a sequence. Uh, one got to be Pac. Okay. Um, what I, what I, you know, what I love about Pac was um, I don't believe Pac was the best MC in the world. That's oh, somebody gonna kill me over that one. Um, <laughs> but what, I, what, 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 and I was talking to Brandon about this actually on Instagram Live the other day. One thing about Pac. It, um, Park was able to pull you into his his, his, his emotional world. I'm, I'm from the Midwest. I remember in the days of like the East Coast, West Coast beef. I'm from Indiana. I really don't have a dog in a fight in the East Coast, West Coast beef. Nevertheless, I was like, like Park was able to like pull me in to where I was like, man, yeah, West Coast, West Coast. You know, like I was just like so pulled in he was able to put me into where, like I had animosity against the East Coast. I ain't never been on the East Coast, but I had animosity against it, right? Like, that is um, that is something that, um, and th- this is something I was telling Brandon. I think he captures it as a poet. That's something that is very a lot of artists can't do. Like, a lot of artists to, like, really pull you in to the point where they actually transfer their emotions, their emotional experience to you. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like he had that ability to do. You know, when you heard Dear Mama or Brenda's Got a Baby, you know, I was listening to somebody. It was like, man, I didn't have a mama that was on crack, but I was like, I was sitting there singing, even as a crack, I felt it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, part um, Nas, uh, I think Nas is one of the best MCs. Uh, I argue with people about this. Like, I think people misjudge his catalog. Like I, I think um, I think obviously Airmatic is dope. I think people see on bo- uh it was written. I think it was re- I think people see about I am. Um Minded, Godson. Uh The Lost Tapes, the first one. Like the Lost Tapes was. Oh my goodness! Um, so yeah, I think people see Bon Iver. I think, I mean, people. It's, what's funny is people acknowledge Nas as one of the best, but then when they go through his catalog, they like diminish his catalog as if like you know, like it's just Illmatic. Illmatic was the only like real classic he dropped, and I'm like, nah, y'all, nah. Um, so then, uh, one, of, one of my favorite, uh, Eshon Burgundy. A lot of y'all ain't gonna know Eshawn Burgundy, who who I would say, take a listen, hop on Spotify. He is a, uh, he's a Christian MC. Um, The dude uh, from Philly, um, who been doing it since like, oh five. My man has bars on bars. Um, Yeah, Eshawn Burgundy, uh, one of my favorite tracks from him. He got this one song where he goes like uh, 200 bars. Uh, and just I mean just kills it. If you don't know Ishaan Burgundy, check the man out, like and you'll see, you know what I'm saying. I don't care what I don't care if you are not in the Christian space, just check him out anyway. He's an MC's MC. Um another another MC, um, you know, gotta give it out to Kwali. Um uh, I remember the first time I heard Kwali um was the blast you know Hot tech and quality you know that i remember my my um uh, my, my brother's dad put that track on a mix on a, on the mixtape I, I know he when this was the blast was after he had already did, you know had like black stuff with Carmen uh, with calm and moonson and all black that star,
0: yeah
1: yeah black star and all that but um he wasn't on my radar for real like i remember hearing, like 1990 uh, 1999 and all of that, so all different tracks that he was on, but he wasn't really on my radar. Like I didn't really kind of know who he was. Like I heard him on stuff, but just didn't pay him on my mind. And then I heard the blast, um, which is one, also one of my favorite beats of all time. Um, and, and I think people sleep on high tech as a producer. Yeah. Um, I really think people sleep on him. Like that whole reflective tone. <laughs> Uh, the natty, the Natty. <laughs> natty, people yeah. sleep on on tech, man, um, and, and that whole reflection, eternal project, but um, but yes, uh, so yeah, uh, uh, that was uh, so probably, um Mob Deep, mm. like so, and for me, what I loved about Mob Deep, like um, actually, let me let me take, I'm gonna take Mob Deep back. I, I'm gonna put this probably gonna sound blasphemous. I put Mob Deep and Rakim in the same category, and for two reasons. Now I'm gonna say Rakim over Mob Deep because Rakim is you know Rakim brought like real complex, intricate rhyme schemes to, to the form. Like he was the he's you ask me he's the original MC. Right. We don't really get MCs MCs until Rakim. Like Evelyn and all of this, but Eminem wasn't wasn't delivering real intricate rhyme schemes and you know all of that to the table. Big Daddy Kane, like all like all of these cats that people people you know count as lyrics. I don't think I don't think you have anybody like Rock. Him to me is like the Jordan. Like like you had Magic, yeah. But the whole you can pretty much break up basketball into pre-Jordan and post Jordan.
0: That's true.
1: You know what I'm saying? And to me, that's Rakim. You can pretty much break up rap into pre Rakim and post rakim And Rakim is the Jordan of the game. Um it's the God. <laughs> like, so so when I now, now why I put uh I think Prodigy as an MC was a Rakim caliber MC. I think people sleep on how, like how double an MC Prodigy was, uh, but one of the things why I, why I got like Mob Deep up there, um, and why I kind of put them in the same category, not the same category as as as, as lyricists, because but one of the things that voices to me, voices in hip hop is important. Mm. Like um, a voice can. There's a lot of dudes that's like kind of dope series but I can't stand their voice.
0: Right.
1: And thus I can't rock with them. Mm. Like and like that that gritty the like you know the grittiness of his voice. Um him and pro him and prodigy, they to me they 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 voices ain't alike, but they they both had this like gritty. It's like you just hear street in their voice, right? Like, like it's like the you know there's concrete in their tonsil, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's you know there's gravel and 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 there was something about it. it's like you just heard their voices and you heard street. Um, you know you got to think about it. Rock him comes comes along at a time where rap was really more party rap, right? And uh, and, and and I don't know. I, I, again, I know I don't know if that. I, for me, I just kind of put them in the same realm. I know they. It, it, a lot of people are like, how? I don't get it still. For me, for some reason, just in my mind, I put them in the same box. So um,
0: so coming out to it, you got, you said, you said Tupac, Nas, uh, Kweli, uh Ishan, and basically been together um, Mobb Deep and Rakim. But yes. More, uh, okay.
1: Well, and I give a, let me get two honorable mentions. Um, Honorable mention to Cool G Rap, and then honorable mention to another Christian rap uh, um, theology rapper um, by the name of Shylin. Never heard of
0: him. Okay.
1: Uh, What's What's funny? Lin was actually uh, there was some algorithm they did. He and he was actually in some scientific study they did. He's actually, I think, in the top three of uh, rappers who, who with the with the uh, most uh, most diverse vocabulary.
0: Oh, okay, and that, that one was won by Aesop Rocky. Actually, ASAP Rock.
1: Yeah, ASAP Rock. But he was like like two or three in that. Right.
0: Okay.
1: So so that's somebody. So to let you know that somebody in the Christian space who is also you know what I'm saying. So um, yeah. So those are my honorable mentions. Um, okay. That's my top. Five plus, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So we're getting ready to close up and stuff. But why don't you tell the people your social media and your website where they can find you?
1: Uh, yes, so um, find me on social media, uh, Veritas Poetic on Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I don't tweet. I don't. I, Twitter is toxic, so I don't actually. I got a Twitter, but I don't interact on it at all. So don't look for me there. Uh, I got it, but. Yeah. <laughs> um on Facebook. Um you can find me by my government, um Jose Garcia Martin. You can find me on YouTube, Veritas Poetic. Um you can find me I, I got a SoundCloud um under my government. Um I also got a SoundCloud, you know, for my, you know, for if you're looking for beats, I do a little bit of beat making. Uh oh. you can find me at the Light Seeker. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, I, I, I actually have a podcast coming out, uh, called the life and more podcast. Um, I just recorded my introductory episode yesterday. Um, I've been, man, it's something I've been sitting on for a while. I wanted to do it with the wife, you know, I wanted uh, we, she's, she's, has not been as enthusiastic about it. <laughs> so it's something that I'm, I guess I'm going to do solo, but I'm going to have guest speakers. She'll be a guest speaker, and all of this. But um, and, and the whole purpose behind it is like to talk about life and more as we have these sort of conversations. Uh, what really kind of you know put me on it was uh, some me and a buddy of mine. We actually started the podcast. I, I mentioned this in the introductory episode. We started the podcast about la- uh, a year ago. Um, we recorded about 18 episodes and then his hard drive crashed with all, we, with all 18 episodes. We lost 18 episodes, 18 two hour episodes of material, right. 36 hours of material. Oh, and it was. I'm telling y'all, man, the world misses, is missing out because it was some dope material. It was some great content. And after that, we found it. we We was, were we so distraught. We just was like, screw it. We gave it up. <laughs> the conversations we had, there, I'm like, man, you know what? I wonder, with some great conversations, with some great content, I, I, I feel like God has given me a unique perspective. He's giving me a unique voice in the world. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I have something to contri- contribute to the greater conversation about something. So I'm like, you know what? I would like to... Help facilitate thought in a lot of different ways. Even the conversation we had today, um, I feel like we don't have enough dialogue that, that's not just, well, again, we have these very polarizing things and we don't oftentimes like say, okay, let's bring, let's, let's, let's find the middle ground, let's find a common denominator. And so I hope to be that voice, that voice of reason. I always try to be a balanced person. So, Life and More podcast. Um, I'm going to be available on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, all of that type of stuff. So that's coming to you um, soon.
0: All right. Well, it's Veritas Poetics, man. It's Sharon. Thank you, man, for coming out.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Most definitely. All right. Thanks. For more information, please go to linktr.ee/iambiczine. I a dot e slash iambic zine iambiczine Thank you.